Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dice Collectors Podcast. I'm MB. I'm the DM. I use she, her pronouns, and I haven't done this intro in a while. So I think what I'm supposed to say uh, something about Twitter, where you can find us at Dice Collectors. Um, and you find me on Twitter at Mari Does Things. I think that's it. We'll go, we'll go with that's it, because uh, I can't remember either. Um, hello, hello, I'm Tofe, I use, I use they, them pronouns. Um, I'm playing the lovely character Braun, who uses they, he pronouns, who is still going through a very big crisis. Um, and the T's finally slapped me upside the face. So like, over the next couple of episodes, I'm slowly going to get lower and lower and lower, and Braun's not going to sound like a teenage boy. Um, so, so we're finally getting into Braun's voice era. Uh, I think that's it. Hi, bye. Hi everybody. What a what a start. Gotta maintain that energy. Um, this is Haley. Uh I play Omphi. We both use she her pronouns. You can find me at Twitter at Haley Clinton number four. There's no number two or number one. I don't know why they couldn't have made me a better number. Three is my favorite number. Um, so that would have been cool. Uh lots of things are happening in my life right now and moving and things so it's so nice to play and see everyone's pretty faces hi there i'm jess i use she her pronouns i play rua solestine our swashbuckler unfortunate parent of the party uh and rua uses she her they them pronouns you can find me at twitter at a jess of all trades and that's a jess with only one s Hello, I am Ghosty. I use they, them pronouns, and I play our resident sword wizard, Nakazara, who uses she, they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at LittleGhostling, and on, or wait, you can find me on Twitch at LittleGhostling, and you can find me on Twitter at LittleGhostling, but without the E. So just take that E out there and just kick it to the curb. It's exciting to be back. Uh, yeah, hey, Ruck here. All the same stuff as usual. It's been a while. I'm just trying to remember how to play my character. I mean myself. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. A bumpy one. Fun one, though. Yes, for context for all of our listeners, it's January 14th, and we haven't played this campaign since October 15th. So it's been a hot minute. (laughs) We're dating ourselves a little, but uh, we appreciate everyone's uh, patience and hope everyone enjoyed our one-shots for the holidays. Yeah absolutely What's hilarious too is that we had how many months and i still didn't level up my character still everyone is level seven you could have kept that on the down low but it's fine no no shaming myself nobody was gonna tattle on you i might have about that <laughs> pretty sure so so i haven't written in my notes that my hp is reduced by not my max hp is yes. reduced by nine is that still? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Y'all haven't taken a long rest. So, yeah. Yay! <laughs> cool. Didn't know how that was affected by leveling up, but I saw that in my notes and I was like, right. Yeah, you currently cannot heal, uh, uh, you know, beyond that reduction, but it'll go back after a long rest. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, everybody is level seven. Do you all remember what happened last time to lead to that HP reduction? Uh, we had a fight. Yeah, a big one. Met some people who drew weapons on us. Yes, there's a fight happening that we kind of got pulled into and helped. I thought that was one of the one shots. Nope. You're right. <laughs> that was this campaign. 
Um, they were desert tentacles is what I've got written down. Yes, there were tentacles. And vines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was trying to break uh, into the town, like it was trying to get through the gate. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. met Camilla. Camilla? Camilla, yep. Pam, something. Camilla, thank you. Camilla uh, met you all in the desert and started guiding you back towards civilization. Um, and you reached the town of Serenay in Endelev to find it under attack. Um, and you all fight a bunch, fought a bunch of twisted, blighted, and tentacled creatures that were breaking down the gates. You suffered a couple wounds in HP, but you made it through and uh, managed to get to the gate before the tentacled creatures could break it down. Um, and then Camilla caught up with you all and uh, has started leading you uh, into town. Um, so the gates have swung just wide enough open to start letting people through um, and they start kind of cleaning up the mess that is left by all the twisted bodies. Um, and you you see like they do start bringing in some of their wounded and dead as well. Well, Bronze immediately going to run over and like offer to help. Uh, Camilla just kind of holds a hand up and says, I think you should probably meet some people inside before wandering about we're unfortunately more than used to cleaning up these messes so you all are entering from the southern gate and um on this very packed dirt road you can see there is a very clear difference between the left side of the road and the right side of the road um almost as if this road is the divide between the desert and the rest of the world which is strange in and of itself that it would be kind of demarked uh, demarcated so linear linearly but um on the left hand side you can see that there are desert um and military barracks forges um and the buildings are a little bit more stre- uh spread out and kind of placed strategically in order to um support and um lend strength mil- military strength to the barricade and the palisade that runs the length of the town and on the right hand side you can see more residential areas, uh, houses clustered closer together. You see farmland over out to the right, and you can just through some of the houses see a river that runs uh, parallel uh, to the town. Camilla will bring you to a building where you can actually hear the clanging of anvils and the hiss of bellows as you walk up the street before you actually reach the building. It's a stone building opposed to some of the wood and thatch of the barracks, and you can see steam billowing up from the back. And Camilla gestures for you to follow them up the stone steps and under an open archway that you can see marked at the top has a circular window of colored glass. So you step through this open arch and you can almost feel as though you're back in the des- in the heat of the desert um, with the forge heat escaping everywhere um, it can find a uh, purchase. So um, you can see inside kind of an open worship space that echoes with your footsteps and you can do, you do see other anvils that line the stone walls leading up to a dais, but those are not the source of the clanging that you can still hear coming from the back of the building. You see an alcove on the left that, that leads into another space, but Camilla leads you to the right through a smaller set of doors um, into a quieter space. But you can see several figures uh, leaned and hunched over a dark kind of dripping mass laid out on a clothed table. Um, one of the creatures has been brought in for some sort of inspection um, and you can see several figures kind of huddled around it. 
One of them. Actually, everyone make me perception checks. All right. First roll with a new die. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Hopefully the new year treats me well. <laughs> 19. Ooh. It's a six. It's not going to treat me well. Or broad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Who needs to perceive things? Hold on. I am digging out my also new die. Ooh. Because we did an advent calendar of dice. Fun. Yes. Oh, I remember you saying something about that. I think we got my last Kickstarter. Ruck got a non-natural 20. So so I rolled super amazing. I rolled incredible. You won't believe what I rolled. I rolled a seven. (laughs) (laughs) Those dice look so sparkly. I just want to eat them. They're like moon. And I I don't know what this font is. This font is reminiscent of something. And they're like heavy too. 19. Ooh, okay. Lots of good Plus something. (laughs) <laughs> ghost and i'll just vibe cluelessly we're doing great 19 plus 3 22 that's what math is cool doing super great here <laughs> okay so Amfi, the first person that you notice is one of the smallest creatures in the room you see uh, a little gnome but you also see kind of like an echo of that gnome, a very sh- a kind of shadow creature that mirrors every single movement um, that they make and you can see them kind of uh, arms crossed, leaning back and kind of nudging at some of the limbs of the creature with the toe um, and seems to just be observing everybody else who's gathered around as well as the creature itself. Ruck, you, with a non-natural 20, you recognize the blue dragonborn in the room. You've never seen this person in real life before but you did see them in a vision from the back. You saw them hunched over shrouded bodies at tables. So you do recognize that figure. Rua, you also recognize someone in the room. Uh-oh. <laughs> you haven't seen them in person for a really long time, but you know that your uh, mother is very good friends with them. You see Cathal Noonan, a very uh, tall, kind of imposing figure, but you know that he's not, uh, he used to be a merchant. He's a brass dragonborn um, that was friends with Mira. And you escorted his daughter to Valoria at the very beginning of this campaign. (laughs) Well, I I hope she made it home, given that I got arrested. (laughs) Um, You know that she was intended to stay at Valoria. Could you imagine, like, she gets home and she's like, I've got no clue where my escort went. They just disappeared. <laughs> That's terrifying. Okay, good. But, uh, oh. Nagzara, you also, uh, you don't recognize this person, but it's a surprise to you. Uh, there is a drow in the room. Tall female figure, kind of up close and personal with the body and armed like she would be fighting. Anything that reminds me of home, uh, like any any mannerisms or, or hearing voice and accent? Not at this point, especially with the seven. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, the last person in the room, Bron, that you take notice of is an elderly half-elf wearing long robes, but still has a sword strapped to the side that's more ornamental, more for show than for actual use. Although with the lean figure, uh, he may at one point have been a fighter, but at this point seems to not um, 
be out in the fray so much as maybe in a more official role. As you all enter and Camilla leads you in, the conversation among them stops and they look up uh, and Camilla gestures you all forward and points to you and says, these folks were very helpful in the fight outside, um, but we found them wandering in the desert and they have some strange story about how they got there that I thought it would be imperative that you all hear. I didn't quite get all of your names or do you have a group name? <laughs> uh, well, we go, we call ourselves the honey balers. Ron starts imitating a bee. Um, he just starts like, you know, um, and Rua gives like a polite kind of like half bow to these figures since apparently they are respected figures in this town and um, my name is Rua Solstein and motions to the others to hopefully introduce themselves come on social skills let's do this guys <laughs> before you even get I mean as soon as you introduce yourself um, the Kathleen Noonan steps forward and says Rua well it's been quite a while how are you uh, I know, don't know if you recognize me. You were quite a bit younger when I first saw you, but uh, Soraya, is she all right? I, I've gotten a few letters from her, but are you here for any particular reason related to her? And you can see like a look of worry kind of crosses No, his face. no, no, no. Um, as um, Camilla said, it's it's a long story why we're here. Oh, okay. Um, he gestures to the people next to him. Uh, he points to the small rock gnome and says, this is Harper. They are our military leader. Um, Athli over there points to the dragonborn as one of our chaplains. Um, and this is Rokoro um, and Adenor pointing to the drow and then the half elf. They are good advisors and other uh, have been very helpful in the, in the fights that we've been facing perhaps we should and he kind of looks down at the blighted figure on the ground and says perhaps we should find another place to talk he will step out <laughs> of this room and lead you into a uh, uh kind of a study area um motions for you all to take a seat and he and Rokoro are the only two uh who follow the rest kind of stay with the with the body Please have a seat. Uh, tell me, how did you come to be in the desert? Ancestral is not a, a friendly place by any means. Ron just looks to Rua. <laughs> well, um, we were tasked. We were tasked to go to Mandahar, and we were taking a ship, and we were met with um, disaster. Uh, we were all swept overboard. We all woke up in an unfamiliar place and were able to gain, we were able to make an agreement to leave and we ended up in a different plane. And now we, and through that plane, we were able to find a way back to this plane, but it dropped us in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And there was a, a dragon involved in, um, so the the echo that was in the other room was it like ghostly or like what did well because i'm curious because the way that you were describing it is it like the like weird shadow things that we saw on the island that were like kind of mimicking the same 
action over and over? No, it those okay. were people. <laughs> yeah. The, this was like a shadow come to like humanoid form that um, you couldn't really make out features. It was just the very same shape and body. It was like the shadow stood up from the floor and took three D, uh, took a three dimensional form. Okay. Then yeah, the only thing I'm gonna really say out loud is just that yeah, there was a, a dragon involved too that helped us get here. If you've been traveling the plains, you certainly have been on quite an adventure. That hasn't happened, as far as I know, in hundreds of years, not since this world began. I don't know of anyone who's been able to contact another plane. Love that for us. <laughs> Did You said you made a deal. Did that bring you here? Well, no, the first deal was with a fate eater that brought us to the elemental plane of air and then it was a deal with the dragon that the dragon helped us get to here. He just like, I know it sounds wild. I know, but it's, that's what it's been. It's been wild. Well, planes and dragons. I, and you don't mean a dragon born like myself. You mean a dragon, a legitimate dragon. Her name was Mazia Belli. <laughs> and this is what, uh, they looked like and i'll show my sketch of them rokora will hold out uh, her hand and kind of offer to look at the the sketch and she kind of just shakes her head in awe i have not seen anything like this ever uh not even our oldest texts showed anything like this and just so you all know too the Matsiabelli wasn't quite a dragon as we would picture in D and D. I mean, they were they were draconic for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, just so that you all know, because dragons existed on this plane in the very earliest ages. So there are some creatures who would know what a dragon looked like, may have interacted with them, um, but not a long time. But the skyworm Matsiabelli is a little different. Rikora just shakes her head and hands the sketch back. So you all helped outside. Um, Nagzara, is your hood pulled up at this point? Nagzara's hood is like over her head, like it usually is. Like really it's just her face is cast in shadow. Her pink eyes are kind of gleaming out, you know, and that kind of like creepy what is it what are the star wars creatures like the uh, jawas yeah <laughs> that's what it's always been like and i never really thought to explain it like that that's what it basically is like but i love that. like it's not like full like pitch black but it's like it's mainly like you gotta stare at her for a moment <laughs> to like notice yeah Camilla says that you fought valiantly outside and I assume that we have you to thank for the fact that our gates still stand um and she uh nods at Cathal and says is there anything that we can do to reward you for your help we don't have much to offer in terms of wealth a lot of that goes to towards our weapons and supplies to keep back the blight but is there anything we can do to offer aid well beds I think for a rest would be nice um Noxar is kind of gonna pull out the picture and kind of wordlessly because she 
doesn't really want to speak with the unknown entity of the drow there is just going to hold up the picture as if like do you recognize this but isn't going to say anything now which picture is this the one from the coin that you had me draw the the symbol that she got from her vision of where she needs to go Rokoro takes it and says this is an odd symbol to have this is from before the fall of Huxthakra this is from the reign of Orthon the dwarven king of it well king is a loose term but uh you can see like a look of frustration and kind of anger passes over her eyes from before the uprising this was the symbol that was stamped on all of the coins what are you doing looking for this or are you looking for money like that like that still retains the the stamp looking for where location is well the the king used to rule from the capital from um Teridian. um Oh, Nexar was just going to take it back and put back in the pocket and then kind of just like eyes dart towards the other drow for a moment before slinking back probably behind Rua. <laughs> As you talk and you reach out to take the, the image back, she like grasps, grasps your wrist. Not hard. She just very gently and turns your hand over so she can see your dark skin and says, are you? Your voice sounds familiar. Are you? Drow. Nakazara is. Are you, do you live in Andragor or where are you from? Mm, I think Nakazara is going to say, Nakazara is from many places, looking for homeland though. The homeland of the Drow fell a long time ago. She was just going to take your silence as kind of a non-answer and shrug um, say um, to Bronze question earlier. Uh, absolutely, we can provide you shelter and food and rest. Um, and kind of looks over your uh, bloody, dirty clothes and say, perhaps we could get you baths as well. <laughs> I think if Anthe sees that um Noxara is kind of like uncomfortable and trying to back up too that she'll kind of like step in and be like and if you have any baked goods as well uh those are very uh well loved amongst our group well with a name like honey with honey in the name I'm sure (laughs) you you'll catch on really quick how we uh stumbled across that name Yeah, you can uh, catch flies better with honey. Indeed. Um, She will uh, nod to uh, Cathal and um, take you all outside, um, lead you past the the forges and over to the other side of the town. Um, To the Riverside Inn. Um, It's just like a nice little inn tavern on the river. So it has balconies that actually overlook the sparkling, cool, clear water. Um, And they get you all set up with rooms and baths and food. (laughs) It is like a luxury that you have not had in quite a while. (laughs) 
Um, and you see uh, uh, the innkeeper, a little gnomish woman named Nadine uh, comes up and makes sure that you all are all set and says, if there's anything you need, dearies, just let me know. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your hospitality. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Yes. Days? I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> I'm just going to start crying. <laughs> oh, dear. Like, there's a floor and there's water. There's it's a roof as well. Stability. It's it's been Ground. really it's been really hard. So thank you. Oh, you poor dears. I hate sand. A bed. She uh she hustles and brings you all brushes to scrub the sand out of from underneath your fingernails. She says, I know that the, the dust can be quite stormy and you know it covers a lot in this town, but we, you know. It, it does take a little bit to get off of you, especially if you've been traveling for a while. If there's anything you need, just let me know. And she leaves you all to uh, recuperate <laughs> from your ordeals. Yeah, I'm half aquatic elf. Like, that sand is not for me. And, like, we went from ship to shipwrecked to elemental plane to desert. Like, we haven't... It's been a while. Yeah, can we just camp out here for a while? <laughs> I mean, we don't even know like, how to get to Menjavar yet, so yes. Just take a weekend for us. We deserve it. Yeah. It's our beach episodes. Plus, I'm not going to lie, I definitely recognize somebody down there. Oh, you do? Yeah, the blue dragonborn. Rua, how do you know the captain? Are they... Like trustworthy, I he was a merchant. Uh, he worked with my my mother, and actually, he's why I was in Valoria. I was escorting his daughter there. So he's the reason we're friends. Is that what you're saying right now? I yes. I did I know he was from Endelev? No, you knew that he was a merchant. You knew that he was a merchant. You knew that uh, he had been traveling throughout Endelev, and that's where Soraya came from when she arrived in Realia to have you escort her. Okay. Um, but you didn't know that they like had set up shop anywhere. They were travelers, as far as you knew. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm surprised to see him here. This is uh, not what I would have expected. That's really cool, though. And you said you knew a dragonborn down there. How do you know that dragonborn? Look <laughs> <Well>, at <can't> rock. <laughs> right. Like what? Rock therapy session. Oh, we, we don't have to go there this time. Uh, I just, I, I recognize him from a, kind of like a vision I had. Was it another vision of dead friends? Was this the visions we had at the temple or vision from somewhere else? I believe it was from the temple. But it's been a while. Hey, we're, we're just going to play this one out. I'm sure this is not going to blow up in my face at all. Hasn't for the last couple of weeks we've been together at all. Yeah, you know? no, we're good. We're good. Well, what were they doing in your vision? It was, it was just really foggy and really, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, really. We, it, we're just going to have to, I'm going to, I'm just, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to show my face around that person. I don't know. Okay, so vibe check me on the down low. I'll say, should we be worried? I don't think so. I don't think so. I hope not. 
We we might be. Yeah, I don't know. I think the down low is the best way to handle this one. That was so many not answers in like a single <laughs> sentence. I'm so concerned. <laughs> it's the most rock answer. Okay, so we want to take a nice rest here, but we also need to avoid one of the heads of the town. Okay. Well, and what were they looking at too? They were the thing on the ground. That looks kind of like the stuff from the desert temple. I say, do we know anything about the blight? Um, you all can make history checks. Yeah, that's gonna go well. <laughs> None of you are from Endela. I rolled a nat one, which makes sense. I got a 15. Okay. I got a five. Um 17. Non-nat 20. Okay. I like these dice. <laughs> Noct, you've heard stories about the blight. It's like just like this vague thing that you knew that you know happened. It's just kind of an event in history, but you're not from around here and it's hard for you to like place anything. Rua, you remember stories that your parents told about um, you know, adventures, bedtime stories and things like that of like the blight coming down you also recall um fifi the merchant that you traveled with from valoria to teridian mm-hmm. talking about the blight and her escape from the blight oh. um that kind of created the ensoral desert omphi you said non that 20 correct i got some good history <laughs> you remember the same thing that rua remembered about fifi you can also kind of place it in a in the timeline of events of like recent history um it happened before the rendering um originally and um it was basically like brought the end to the draconic era which was like the very first hundred years of this age um so the dragons kind of disappeared when the blight took hold and it's considered kind of like the end of that age of prosperity out of curiosity, was like a, inside of the temple, were there any like symbols or figures that we could make out what like god or gods they worship or like what the temple was, who the temple was for? Yeah, you can go ahead and make me a perception or religion check. 16 for uh, for perception. Okay. Yeah, you definitely saw uh, there was a lot of like forge uh symbolism like lots of anvils like uh like i mentioned you also saw um kind of up at the altar um some like big hammer like mallet like hammers that seem to be more symbolic than functional um and with a 16 religion you know that that is kind of the symbol of the god akma um the god of dwarves and of the forge oh thank you yeah you're also you know more than um able to ask around about different buildings or anything like that if you want to uh know more well because the creatures that we fought in that temple too they kind of like looked transformed a little bit right is this the, the blight similar to the corruption we saw at the temple with the snake yeah people yeah okay kind of two names for the same thing okay the blight is kind of like the era of it happening 
from what you heard the Yanti talking about, it seems like that corruption is like ever present. It hasn't really gone away in all the years since. Man, I had no idea this was even going on all the way over here. I mean, I heard like bedtime stories, but I didn't like understand what it actually is. And I wonder if there's a way to stop it. We, I mean, we obviously killed the snake thing, which like helped those people. But like, is there anything we can do over here to stop all the creatures from coming in and murdering people? <laughs> you know, I guess that's what they're studying. Must be. Um, I wonder if we could offer help in any way to like look into it more. Not me, because that's not my realm of expertise. <laughs> and I'm going to cause more harm than good, but. During the fighting, I can help if we got to kill things for the greater good. And there's definitely going to be fighting. Well, we still got to deliver our package first. I forgot. Yes, the, the reason <laughs> we're in Endola is something we got to do. Oh, so we probably should do that first. Yeah. Well, and maybe, I mean, if they're friends with the college, like maybe they know information about what's going on. I mean, I don't think that. What's my contacts in Kath? What's his Cathal? Cathal? Yeah, I was like, I'll put I, it in the chat. Thank you. I was like, I I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen Cathal, but I could certainly ask questions and try and find out what they've come across and maybe where they need help. And you said they're fairly trustworthy, right? Uh, yeah, he's always been a good contact with my mom, but... It's good enough for me. I mean, they look like they have it handled. We're just probably going to get in their way anyway. I agree with that. I think I think we need to accomplish our mission. And if we have time, we can come back and lend some assistance. But we're not going to be able to solve this problem. Yeah, I think that's a good synopsis. I guess it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Would have been nice to know all this before we asked our questions. Then we could have just asked, you know, how do we stop this? epidemic oh well what is that hindsight is 2020 is that the is that the saying that humans use i thought they didn't talk about 2020 anymore i thought that was like a cursed number <laughs> no we don't say that okay <laughs> as you are talking <laughs> i refuse to go back in time <laughs> um as you all are talking uh knock comes at the door um just one singular knock Hello? I guess I'll get it. <laughs> you see uh, Rokoro is there. And uh, Bron, as you answer the door, uh, she says, is is Rock here? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> much for staying on the down low, Rock. <laughs> I, I don't mean to interrupt your rest, but I would like to speak with him if he has a moment. He's got a lot of time. Rock, is there stuff you didn't tell us? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And immediately, like, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> I'm <Sorry>. concerned. <laughs> Are you keeping yeah, like hushed, like under the breath? I... You're so popular, Rock. It's it's a, a blessing in the curse. People are coming back to life to come see you. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Uh, hey, you want to talk alone, or we, we can you can come in and we can all have a conversation. We don't have to be alone. Uh, sure. 
uh, she'll step inside the room um, and just she make an insight check. Oh, we're all gonna pretend to look busy. <laughs> Bron starts like <laughs> twiddling his harness. Um, That's a twelve. Okay. Um, there's something familiar about her, but you can't quite place it. Um, and she looks a little nervous, but not for. I mean, you you can't tell why. Um, until she starts talking, um, she says, I just, it's been a long time, but I wanted to thank you. Um, you helped me and my young sons, uh, about gosh, over a century ago now, <laughs> um, get out of Andragore. And I just wanted to, to thank you. We made it out and it was all thanks to you and your friends. Oh, okay. Oh, I've... This is embarrassing, and Ruck goes bright red. Uh, I... No, we're good. You don't need to thank me. We're we're good. Um, it's all good. Mr. Tough Guy's so kind. No. no uh, <laughs> how are you doing? Uh, you settled well, it looks like? Yeah. Um, it's been interesting being in a place where um and she kind of looks at the door to make sure it's closed and then um holds out her hand and you see like four little glowing balls of light um come up and she says it's been interesting being in a place that doesn't look at magic even innate magic with friendly eyes but it's much better than being where i was at the time with two young boys <laughs> so uh they're all grown up now which is uh all thanks to you no, well, hmm. I'm I'm glad that you seem that you're happy. I won't take up more of your time. I just wanted to let you know if there's anything that you need, just please, you have a friend here. Let me know. Oh, uh, for sure. Thank you very much. Uh, but do you need anything from us? I mean, we're just, we may look a little uh, rough around the edges right now, but we've been pretty resourceful lately. Um, I think you've done more than enough, although if in your time in the desert, you've seen any source for whatever this is that keeps bringing these creatures here, I'm sure we would love to talk more about that. Um, Harper, Cathal, and I are at a loss and Athelie is unfortunately doing all she can, but the number of our dead keeps rising. Yeah, but, uh, that kind of begs the question, why are you still here? Why don't you leave? Go somewhere safe? I did that once, and I did that because I had two young boys to protect and get out. I don't have them anymore. They're settled away from here, and I can do, I should do what I can. Kethel is a good friend, so is Harper, and uh, I've made my life here. I guess that's, uh, well, something I've never really related to, I guess. Uh, I'm going to look to the group and I'm gonna be like, do we have any related questions to her about our mission? I'm kind of, at a, kind of at a loss. I wasn't expecting to see someone I haven't seen in such a long time. I wasn't sure that you would recognize me and I didn't want to bring it up in front of Cathal and the others in case it wasn't something you wanted. No, I'll be honest. No, I didn't recognize you at all. It, it took a minute. 
He wanted to hide in the room the whole time. Yeah, there's a there's a dragonborn, blue dragonborn down there. Kind of Exactly. Yeah. Do you know much about them? Uh yeah, she's our our chaplain. She uh spends a lot of time in the rock collar and unfortunately now the toll um caring for our dead and wounded. Okay. Okay. Okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. Do do you know Don't her? Don't mention them here. Sorry? Do you know her? I I have a vague kind of uh I've had a I don't know how to put this without giving up too much information, but I didn't mean I to might, cry. I might know them. We'll see. Well, she's been nothing but helpful here um, and brings peace to those who have been left behind and have to mourn their dead. So if there's anything I can do um, to introduce you or, or reintroduce you, just let me know. Um, I tend to spend a lot of my time over at the rock collar with the others at this point um, until these attacks stop. I expect I'll continue to spend a lot of time there. So, um, but I'll let you rest. You all have done us a great service and you all deserve it. Um, and she'll start to back out. Nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> you as well. Rua is beaming at rock. <laughs> Auntie just remembered that I was supposed to be on the DL with spells and I totally just like blew my load during that fight. So I should probably I forgot about that too. <laughs> not do that. Hopefully they were distracted by the hideous monsters trying to break down the gate. Yeah. How would they know that my like, you know, thorn whip tentacles were different from their tentacles? Right. Don't worry. There were there were dice rolls about that. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. There, there was already a tiger there in the desert. You know, that wasn't for me. All right. Um, are you doing anything before you take a long rest? Ron is going to go visit, uh, like, the farming area and try to collect some stuff for a new brew. You know, like we just we almost died a handful of times. I feel like, you know, my luck's in favor. We're going to we're going to try to brew one more time before having a complete meltdown and uh not brew ever again. <laughs> yeah. Uh go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay. I'll say you're taking okay. your time. Go ahead and make it with advantage. Oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> 17. 17. Nice. Whatever you're whatever you're looking for. Uh, it, you can take the time to go ahead and find it. Um, there are plenty of shops. Nadine is happy to point you in the right direction um, to make sure that you get everything that you need. Um, and it's, you know, a couple silver with the discount. So <laughs> you're good. Thank you very much. All right, I'm going I'm to put everything in my brewer's bottle and hope and pray <laughs> to my dear God that um, it goes right this time. Well, Go ahead. Uh, you hear a voice. Yeah, I was like, did your spoon <laughs> help? I'm scared. Uh, and you hear Blythe say, uh, oh, are we brewing something? <laughs> yes, but sh- keep it on the down low. Okay, okay. Like, I don't think I've told my friends that I've killed every single brew I've tried. Um, I come from a brewer's family, so this is my, supposed to be my skill. So, like, we're not going to tell them, okay? 
We're not going to tell them unless it comes out well, then we'll tell them. The spoon doesn't move, but you get the sensation. You can actually hear like a neck crack, knuckles crack, and you say, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, go ahead and make a brewer's check. Blythe, I love you. Okay, hold on. What is a brewer's check? What is that again? Uh, I think he said wisdom for you. Wisdom or intelligence. I don't remember. Um, But you have expertise with the tools because of Blythe. 13. Okay. You're on the right track. It's (laughs) Wait, hold on. You're on level level seven, right? You have a plus three to your uh, proficiency bonus. Uh, Oh, hold on. That's a plus three. I was looking at initiative. Don't listen to me. Hold on. 10, 11 uh 17 then there we go i'm like come on you got expertise i thought i had a plus one don't don't listen to me (laughs) it's been a long existence (laughs) cool so the 17 uh you get a very pleasant smell like it reminds you of being working with your pop uh in the brewery um it's not done you got two more checks to make but you think you're on the right track (laughs) All right, all right. I'm just gonna do a little like air fist pumps, like yes, and then I'm just gonna you know look around, make sure no one saw me do that, and then go go uh, go back to the inn. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, I think Noxara is going to spy a bit on a uh, Rikoro. Is it the other yeah. the other Drow? Gonna spy on the other Drow for a bit. Try and see if like they can kind of place where this other drow is from, whether or not they should, you know, talk to them, or if that's an unwise idea. Yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check with disadvantage, because you are in a hood in a desert area, <laughs> and you're one of the only strangers in town. Um, So my lowest was a 13 plus um, stealth, so I got a 16. Okay. You follow her for a little bit. She goes back to the rock collar. Are you going inside? You're just kind of waiting outside. That's a th- what is that place again? Uh, the rock the... collar. It's the temple that you were brought to, where the you met everyone originally. Yeah, sorry, we'll follow. Okay, Maybe. you head inside. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you head inside, and um, the uh. You can hear the voices through those set, the set, same set of double doors. It's still uh, otherwise empty. Everybody else, everywhere else is empty. You can hear the um, forges still going, though, in the back. Um, do you want to eavesdrop on the room? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hesitant. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Okay. Oh, okay. And I don't have disadvantage. I'm not in some, or like, well, we said that there is no disadvantage. Yeah. I've been on the surface long enough. Okay. Yep. Um, and it's hearing anyway, so not sight-based. That is going to be a 23. I got a 19. Okay. Um, Let me just look at something real quick. This can't go wrong. No, the, the definitely will not. There's no repercussions to my actions. <laughs> um, yeah, you hear them talking about the the thing, the creature. Um, they 
um, you hear whispers, uh, well, not really whispers, just low voices. They're not trying to make their voices carry, um, talking about how this has been um, one of the biggest attacks in recent times, that this creature seems just like all the others in terms of its like you know anatomy and weaknesses. There's no real difference among the creatures of the horde um, other than the giant tentacled ones. <laughs> all the other monsters are kind of all in the same group for them or they've encountered them before um and you do hear all of the people that you had seen before you hear Cathal, you hear Rokoro, um Adenor, Harper and Atli they're all still there um you don't hear anything from Rokoro that's unexpected uh, anything that you know would re- and they don't talk about you any of the, the party either um, they seem very focused at this point on um, on the the attacks. And then as the conversation kind of comes to a close, Atlee says, I will dispose of this, um, but I do have to go and begin cleaning the bodies that are coming in. Um, and you kind of hear the rustling as um, something's wrapped up and uh, the uh, footsteps start to approach the door that you're listening at gonna gonna leave tankus and then dart off towards maybe somewhere um outside but then is going to uh kind of listen through tankus see if tankus is noticed and then if not going to maybe have tankus go closer to the drow and see what the reaction or rokoro and see a kind of react i am suspicious of this drow you don't see drow there's a reason (laughs) you uh leave tankus go ahead and make a stealth check for her that is going to be a 22 okay i think 18 plus 4 is 22 right i can't Uh, i don't know you're good you're good yeah Tankus kind of just sits uh, at the door where you had been waiting. You kind of sneak out to the outside and kind of lean up against the stone and look into Tankus's eyes. Um, and you do see Atlee leaving with kind of a heavy cloth bundle, like a presumably the body wrapped up. And she sees Tankus and leans down and kind of gives her a little scritch and heads out the front door. Tankus goes head goes inside and tries to kind of get closer to Rokora, right? Yeah, I'm suspicious. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm taking up so much time. I no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the game is all about. You go ahead into see uh, uh Tankus sees the other four. Harper follows Atlee. And so now it's just Cathal, Rokoro, and Adenor. And Adenor looks at Rokoro um and she says uh did the others did the, the new folks did they settle in Rokoro gives a nod and says uh yeah they, they're all in it's they're a strange group but um I think I think they're good people um and beyond the fact that they've helped us um I'm glad to see that they're settling in well and perhaps we can be of aid to them they said they were traveling inland to the capital so i don't know if there are any merchants and she kind of looks over to cathal if there are any merchant troops leaving soon 
Um, I don't remember the last time that a group came through, but perhaps the next time one does, we can send them along from Nagras to Mandahar. Kefal gives a nod and says, uh, yeah, the last group left a few days ago. And so I don't believe we're expecting anyone for a little while. Um, but if they're, they'd like to travel with the next caravan that comes through, that they're more than welcome to. They're also more than welcome to stay. Rua has been of great aid and her family, I know, is a good, good group. So I'm sure her friends are, are the same. Do you keep listening? Yeah. Okay. They all nod and they start to go their separate ways. I'm assuming you're following Rokoro. Yep. Okay. Rokoro exits the temple and starts uh, heading down the road towards one of the barracks and makes uh, her way inside and um, seems to be doing kind of like cleanup stuff, um, making sure that weapons are clean, armor is clean, and then actually goes out. It's like mid-afternoon late evening at this point going uh as this and the sun is starting to come down but she gets a group of soldiers together and starts training them and that seems to be kind of like what she's going to be doing for the rest of the day don't trust her okay <laughs> i'm done does not sarah trust anybody like really look look we all know Nakazara's secret plans by now uh, they're not trustworthy, so they don't trust anyone. <laughs> so, um, okay. Are you I'm, heading back? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm gonna. I I feel like I'm unsatisfied, but I want to know. Okay, actually, wait, no, I don't. I want to let other people do stuff. Amthi's well, probably passed out already. <laughs> Tell me what you want, and then we can see what other people want to do. Nakazara wants to figure out where Rokoro is from and what her last name is. Okay. Do you want to just think... co- like ask around town? You could probably ask Nadine those questions. Yeah. Or potentially do. Rock, because you know that Rock, you were there for that conversation. Oh yeah. I'll a- well, I'll ask. I'll ask rock first and if rock doesn't know then i'll ask um who was it nadine yeah so nagzara will probably go up to rock and stare for a moment kind of like a cat does when approaching someone and just stare at rock until rock either makes notice and then do a staring contest until rock says something (laughs) Hey, hey, Nagzara, what's up? Nagzara is curious about fellow Drow. Um, do you know where fellow Drow is from, and what is full name? I don't believe I know the full name, but uh, and I don't, I don't think I know where they're from. I don't, I don't, I don't believe I've ever asked, so I'm not sure. Brooke, you would know this like as much as you knew and anything about anyone that you helped. That for the most part, they were from the Drow city, Huxthakra, and they needed to get out of Andragor because they were being conscripted. That's what they told me, at least. Where they're truly from, they could have been from anywhere. I didn't really vet them 
too well. I just need to get them out of there. Nakzara doesn't know many other on the surface. So it's very curious. Apologies for asking. And then... I wish I knew more. I just... uh, I never kept that good of records, you know. Rock, make a history check. That's a 10. I'll I'll give it to you. Uh, it's not a not not a den. One thing that Nagzara said struck you, and you kind of have put this together before, but not quite to the same extent. They said that they're not from the surface. That just seems weird. You don't know of any underground dwelling or city or civilization. Most of the drow, and and because you've seen drow before Noxara, but you've helped get them out of Andragor. Having a drow in Andragor is strange. Having them in other places, not so much. I kind of narrow my eyes at Noxara. I've also never asked where you're from. Where, where, where are you from? If you call anywhere home. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Um... Noxara's going to kind of tilt her head a little bit and say, Noxara is from nomadic people. Had some times in tunnels, but would just wander. So from nowhere. But in the tunnels underground? At times. Well, I mean, that's cool. Uh, I'm glad you made it here, at least. Uh, I like to wander myself, so if if you ever if you really want to know the where they're from, you you could go ask her yourself. Yeah. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. Nakzara might do so. Rock. Um... You can take this as you will, but there's still something strange about Nagzara's story. Oh yeah, I'm clocking that for sure. <laughs> I'm not, not going to push them. Such a bad so decision. <laughs> I know, but it's so much fun. It is. Uh, hey, and when you when you go talk to talk to uh, Nagzara, I uh, I think I think I'm going to have her introduce me to that the blue dragonborn person. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to pull that trigger. Uh, it's going to blow up in my face, but I'm going to try. Is friends not? Uh, is friends nervous around uh, the r- lizard person, dragonborn? Is what I think. I'm nervous about everybody, so. I will uh, try to remember. Uh, it could. Could you write on note, and I give. In case. Sure. Yeah, gets. I'll. I'll do that. I read a little note. It says, uh, "Hey, I want to be introduced to the Blue Dragonborn. Come, come find me if I haven't found you by now." Are you sending that note? Like, what's happening with that? I'm just giving it to Noxara. Okay. <laughs> just go talk to them. Yes, we are all um, very socially awkward. Uh, you all are socially awkward. <laughs> 
I have expertise in all the charisma skills. Well, somebody won't let me charm people anymore. So how am I supposed to know that the conversation's going to go well? <laughs> I am concerned for your future friends. <laughs> Ruck is definitely socially awkward. He he loves living in the forest away from people. He doesn't like social situations. All right. So as evening falls, is there anything else? Anthe, you said you were passing out. Rua, is there anything you want to do? At some point, I will want to talk to Cathal, but I can wait till the next, after we rest. Okay. So you all take a long rest and wake up the next morning. Amphi, your hit points go back to full. <laughs> Yay! All my pretty, pretty spell slots. <laughs> that you shouldn't use here. <laughs> Just not the flashy ones. <laughs> all right. Rua, you said you wanted to talk to Cathal? Yes. So uh, you can go ahead and make your way down to the rot collar, um, back into kind of the um, sitting area that you were in before um, and find him kind of uh, like fist in hand or uh, head and fist, kind of like sleeping, dozing a little bit like he fell asleep at his desk or got there super early and um, hasn't left. <laughs> Tries to make like enough noise coming into the room to wake him. So it's not like she has to like shake him or say anything. Yeah, the uh, his uh, head kind of like slips off the his hand and he jerks awake. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Rua, mm-hmm. how, how how are you? I assume you you rested well. Yes, the hospitality of the Riverside Inn has been excellent. So thank you. Nadine is a good woman. She runs an excellent establishment. Um, long night or oh there's been several long nights in the last week but uh, it's always the longest after um, making the rounds to those who fell in the battle how often do these attacks occur lately once a month Sometimes a little less frequently, which is always a blessing. Has it always been like this since the blight started? I came here about a year ago, and they, when I first got here, it was only once a year, every six months. They've been coming more frequently lately, which is part of the reason why. I stayed and sent Soraya to Andragor. Well, that answers my next question. I was wondering why, what, what brought you here? But so they're getting worse or more frequent. Yes. I figured that with all the, the wealth I made doing my job, this would be a worthy cause. And it has been so far. Um, you know, the, the, this town is one of the only towns in in have you have you been to Endelove before? No, this is my first time. It's a very militaristic culture here. Uh, everybody serves in the army uh, when they reach their um, the appropriate age for their race. But um, I, and I I've always enjoyed my time here traveling through. The contact with the contacts I've made and the my um the goods that I sold, 
but the militia here was struggling for a long time and I could do something about it. So I did. Now they made me lieutenant governor, which I'm not <clears throat> as comfortable with, but that comes with having the wealth I have. But that's a lot about me. <laughs> he kind of like shrugs his shoulders very uncomfortably. It's, I'm sure you didn't come to talk about me. Is there anything I can do for you? I mean, that was actually part of my goal was to figure out what all was happening here. Um, I guess I just haven't heard much down in Andragor or how bad it actually is. It's not something we like to publicize. And it's not something that even Mandahar knows much about at this point, although that may change soon. Would that help if we, our goal is to get to the capital, if we bring word to somebody? Rokoro mentioned that, that you were heading to the capital. We try not to attract attention here for several reasons. Mandahar is... Mm, Mandahar is harsher than we would like in many ways, and we enjoy the freedom of living on the fringes here near the desert. But that being said, there's only so much our militia can do. So if I wrote a letter, would you be willing to deliver it with the next merchant caravan? Rokoro mentioned that you might be interested in traveling with the next merchant train to go out towards Mandahar. I mean, that certainly sounds more like a better plan than us going out on our own. So yeah. I can do that. He nods. Um, yes, I'll figure out who to send that to, and I will make sure to deliver it before you leave. Thank you. And uh, I don't know anything else. We when do you think the next caravan will be? Oh, they usually come through every two weeks or so, and the last one left last week, so probably in a few days. Some. Um, Thankfully, the timing, <laughs> it, hopefully, we won't have another attack before then. So, Is there anything else you all need here? This seems, it seems like more should be done here. Uh, if you had asked me six months ago, I'd say no. <laughs> but things have been getting progressively worse. So at this point, we don't know. I don't know if there's more that we can do without notifying Mandahar. And that means that we will take the time that it takes you to get there to prepare here for their arrival. If you need more supplies or anything on the down low, you can reach out to my mother. Yes, I I will remember that. And he gives you a little wink. Okay, that's it. Thank you. I got the information a... I wanted. Yep. <laughs> Anything else that y'all want to do? Nagzara, anything? Braun, Anthe, now that you're awake? Rock? I think Nagzara needs to finish the stuff she was going to do with, like, delivering the note. And then also just, I guess, kind of just going up to talk to Koro uh, uh, herself. Yeah. Um, so you deliver the note. Um, <laughs> you can find Procoro uh, out on the road heading towards the rock collar. Um, and she takes the note and says, Oh, uh, I suppose I can stop in with Rock before I head out to see if Kefel needs anything. 
um, and she will walk back towards the the Riverside Inn with you. As you walk, is there anything that you'd like to to say? <laughs> I'll let you start that conversation if you want. I think Nagzara is just gonna stare from under the hood for a bit until it seems like either until Rikoro says something or it seems like like it's there is an uncomfortableness in the air. Very Nagzara is very much like a cat. Rikoro doesn't let it get that far. You stare for a little while in the silence and she just kind of gives you a little side eye and says, you know, if you've been up here long enough, the sun shouldn't bother you. Nakzara is... Nakzara still prefers wood. It is... uh... It makes it not... It might be... Not bad, but it still is, uh, what is the word, annoying. Fair enough. It is brighter out here near the desert. Not enough to uh, bounce off of other than sand. What brings, I know you found, I, I know the story that your group said traveling through the plains and such, but what brings you away from your family? I know if I had a choice, I'd stay with mine. Nakzara is looking for a homeland. Wants to know where Nakzara came from. And is unsure where it is. How old are you? How old is Naxara? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Must be hard to be you species that have multiple centuries under your belt. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to do math. Because, <sighs> hold on, hold on. Uh, You're know? like 98. Am I 98? Um, if I can do math correctly. <laughs> Because wasn't it like just under? Like, oh, that's right. You were al- you were alive during that. So you're yeah, alive. but I was like a baby. Yeah, I was like a baby, baby. I think I was like just a hundred. It's like I'm at the hundred mark. Like I was like I was a like new like. Yeah, you're like 125. Yeah. Um, Nakzara is. Uh, is I can't think I can see the number in the accent. Um, <laughs> Nagzara is hundred twenty-five. If Nagzara is keeping track, it is so hard to keep track in these with how long lives are. So if you were, well, that would have been. Right around the time that uh, the Drow City fell. Is that right? I think from stories, that is true. Who are your parents? Perhaps I knew them. Can I make an insight to see whether or not I should yeah. say my parents' real name? Yeah, go ahead. 
Make an insight check. Insight. Hold on. What's my insight? Uh, 17. What are you, and you're just trying to figure out if you can trust her? Yeah. See if, like, if, if she would, if I said who I was, if she would try to hinder me. With a 17 insight, with a drow you've never met before, (laughs) and the only drow you've met on the surface... (laughs) That is a question that Nagzara has to answer for herself. That they're going to have to figure that out because um, you really can't tell. You From that insight check, you can tell that there's some curiosity from Rokoro and some caution. But nothing that would you know suggest that she's antagonistic towards you. Uh, Nagzara is going to say my my parents Nagzara's parents one passed in the I love that we have this dramatic tense moment of mystery (laughs) and animals have no sense of the drama (laughs) a good way to break the tension <laughs> sent you the picture of your family tree right you didn't send me i have i'm looking at the family tree i forget okay. though what their roles were in the rebellion but i know what their role is going into the Naxara city is um but i don't remember what like her father's role was and her grandfather and stuff. Yeah, so your uncle was the one who stayed behind. Your parents led the charge out with your aunt. Okay. Um, And my my birth, my my blood aunt or my adoptive aunt. Your blood blood aunt. Okay. Technically by marriage, but yeah. Okay. To 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 redo, uh, my parents, uh, Nagzara's parents, uh, father has passed in the leaving of homelands, and so did uncle. Uh, so was raised by mother and aunt. Um, but. Uh, it, Nakzara uh, doesn't know if a friend would know who they are. She just kind of nods and says, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, many people lost their lives, and that's part of the reason why I fled. Nakzara, you have a ring, right? Yes. Are you wearing it? I think Nakzara wouldn't wear it on the hand, but would wear it on a necklace. Is it visible? Or are you like wearing it under your poncho? I'd say since probably since she got Tankus out to have stealth for drama's sake, I'm going to say that it's visible <laughs> for drama's sake. Um. Yeah. 
she nods to your your necklace and says, is that just a trinket or is it something personal? And with that 17 insight check, you know she's asking for a reason. Now, is this the ring that in my thing it says it's from Fia Avi? Mm-hmm. With your family crest on it. Okay. Uh, Naxara is going to say, uh, is one of Naxara's aunts gave this to Naxara. Naxara doesn't know exactly why. Probably to remind Naxara of home. So you're from the Drialis family? Insight check. <laughs> We're actually going to end our session there. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more Dice Collectors content, please follow us on Twitter at Dice Collectors and check out our Patreon. If you like the show, give us a review and a holler. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep rolling.